Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. App. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Myself there. Gonna turn on the microphone, Tim. Good morning. Welcome back into the program. Hour number two here on Thursday. When you don't hear yourself in your headphones, Tim, it means nobody else can hear you either. I bet you thought for a moment there that maybe the aliens got to me during the news break, right? So let me tell you. This is something I've talked about on Spooky South Coast. I don't know if I've talked about it on this program before. But let me let me give you a little bit of a backstory here. And as I've said, I said this the other day, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the idea of extraterrestrials coming from another planet. In fact, we'll talk about another planet that may be able to host life, but it's 120 light years away from Earth. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that. So my co-host on Spooky South Coast. And one of my good friends, Matt Moniz, known him for a long time. Uh, He is a UFO abductee, and he works with other, or as they like to say, contactee or experiencer. And he works with others who are also experiencers, others who have been taken aboard craft. And Moniz actually has a very interesting story. Uh, he he was taken aboard and he met a woman on the craft who he later met in like earth life, real life, everyday life, I guess, and, uh, and ended up becoming his first wife. And because I said first wife, you can probably assume how that went, but still that's kind of become his field of expertise and his, you know, and his branch of ufology that he is a researcher in. And that's, you know, folks who met on the ship and then met. Later on in real life. Anyway, I've told Moniz about some things that happened to me when I was younger that he seems to think are related to some kind of alien abduction. I don't want to think that. I don't know that I do think that, but um, I remember when I was probably around five years old camping, we used to go up to the Seiko River Sacco Seiko River campground in North Conway, New Hampshire, or thereabouts. We would camp there and go to like Storyland and all the other stuff you could do up there. 
And I was asleep one night in the tent. I woke up. My parents were gone. They were not in their sleeping bags. And I panicked. And it was just me. And I think I... Five? Did I have two sisters already? Yeah, I think I had two sisters already. Right? So that would have been... Yeah. So my sister Jamie and my sister Patty were both already born. So they were there, but my parents were gone. And so I walked out of the tent, was walking around looking for them, couldn't find them, you know, in the middle of the night, happened upon another, a camper where there were some people playing cards and, you know, drinking and stuff. And I was like, are my mom and dad here? And they're like, no, they're not here. And so they brought me back to my campsite and to my tent and there were my parents sleeping in their tent, in, in their sleeping bag in the tent. But I swear that they weren't there. And I asked them like many years later, I was like, did you guys like, leave to go do something and then like didn't want to let anybody know that you had left the tent and they're like no we were sleeping there the whole time but I swear they weren't there and then and I distinctly remember as I was walking to that other trailer looking down at the blades of grass on the ground it looked like those blades of grass were kind of biting at my feet that'll always stick out in my head Uh, then there was another incident where I Around the same time, I remember waking up in another neighborhood, the neighborhood next to the one that I lived in, standing out in the street. And in my recollection of it, I asked a lady, you know, I knocked on somebody's door and I asked the woman if she could call somebody to come and get me. And I called my grandfather because it was the only phone number I knew. At the time, because I would call my grandfather, so I knew how to dial his number. And in my mind, he came and picked me up and brought me home. And then my parents, every night, they installed a a lock high up on the door to the outside that I couldn't reach so that I wouldn't get out of the house again. Again, I asked my parents about that. They swear it never happened. So these are just some odd experiences that I had. And then I used to have a dream at that time. I'm not embarrassed to admit, you know, when I was that age, I had to sleep in my parents' bed. I wouldn't sleep in my own room. And they did everything they could to try to break me of that habit. They would put me in my bed. I'd fall asleep on the couch. They'd put me in my bed. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and go into their room. But I had a dream one night that I woke up. I'm in that room. And I think to this day, it might have been the only time I've ever actually had a dream where I was in my actual room in the dream. And in that dream, there was a a sarcophagus in the room, in the corner of the room over by the door. And there was, for some reason in the dream, a wooden ramp going into my room from the hallway. And in this dream, I knew that if I stepped on a certain board it would creak and the sarcophagus would open and there would be a mummy inside. And in my dream, I stepped on that accidentally. The sarcophagus opened. The mummy came out. I grabbed the mummy's wrappings and pulled on it. And when I unraveled the mummy, this was like 1983, folks, so bear with me. The mummy was actually Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard. 
And I was like, oh, Bo Duke, I like you. You're my friend. Why was I afraid of you? And Bo Duke was like, I don't know why you would be afraid of me. I'm your friend. Let's go on an adventure. And we went on an adventure. I don't remember the specifics, but we went on an adventure. And when I told that, that story to Matt Moniz later on, he told me, that's not a dream. That's what we call a screen memory. That is what happens with the aliens as they project themselves as being a TV character or a comic book character or a cartoon character or something in your dream or even maybe a family member or somebody that you would recognize and trust. And it just freaked me out so much that I never wanted to talk more about it from there. So they're a little bit of a glimpse into my psyche. But caller, hang on, I'll get to you in one second. The question came in from uh, Jeff via the WBSM app chat option. Good morning, Tim. I saw yesterday that Mexico has uncovered two mummified aliens. They are on display for everyone to see. What are your thoughts about it? Can't be real. And the Mexican Congress is actually holding hearings over this. They heard testimony that, this is from Reuters, that we are not alone in the universe and saw the alleged remains of non-human beings in an extraordinary hearing marking the Latin American country's first congressional event on UFOs. In the hearing on Tuesday on FANI, the Spanish acronym for what are usually now termed unidentified anomalous phenomena or identified, unidentified aerial phenomena, either way, UAP, politicians were shown two artifacts that Mexican journalist and longtime UFO enthusiast Jamie Mossan claimed were the corpses of extraterrestrials. The specimens are not related to any type of life on Earth. The two tiny bodies are displayed in cases, have three fingers on each hand and elongated heads, they were recovered in Peru near the ancient Nazca lines in 2017. They are believed to be about a thousand year old, a thousand years old, analyzed through a carbon dating process. But similar such finds in the past have turned out turned out to be the remains of mummified children. And I think that that's probably more likely what these are, that the elongated heads that can happen with some of the mummification process. Uh, some of the people alive might have had elongated heads at that time. We've seen skulls that have been discovered that do have that, that people have said are alien skulls, but are actually human beings with just some sort of dysmorphia. And again, these are mummified remains, so it's hard to tell what they would have looked like when they were fully fleshed out in flesh and blood. So I don't, think that you're going to necessarily find that they are extraterrestrial, but it may be hard to pinpoint them as exactly human. I don't think it's a hoax. I do think they're probably legitimate mummified bodies, but I think that it's probably a more earthly explanation. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Tim, when you were telling the story about not being able to find your parents mm -hmm. and you were counting your sisters... It just like popped into my head. Where do you think those little sisters came from? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just know, I know that, you know, one year we went there and it was just me and my sister Jamie. And then the next year we went there, it was me and my sister Jamie and my sister Patty because she was born <laughs> in the interim. So we're just trying to figure out like what year was what. And did any, did any sisters arrive after your parents went missing? Yes, I actually had uh, a oh, brother and a sister born in, in later years. I think the year after that, my brother was born. And then a few years after that, my sister was born. They could have just been being discreet. 
My my <laughs> sister Carrie, I can verify the youngest in the family. I can verify is a real human baby because uh-huh. she was born at home on the couch, and unfortunately, I saw the whole thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. And you live to tell about it. <laughs> I, I actually, like, once things started happening and I saw what was going on, I was like, I'm going to go do crowd control at the front door. Uh, oh, because, wow. like, the whole neighborhood was trying to come in the house at that point. Uh-huh. Wow. So, yep. Well, but, but that's if, exciting. And, and, and my brother is, is the spitting image of me. Like, people always get us confused and think, we don't really uh-huh. look alike, but we sound alike. And people always get us confused. So if he is an alien, it's probably the alien's attempt to replace me. Uh, I see. No, I think that it's very interesting to let let your uh, mind be open to different things, things that seem kind of fantastic um, and maybe like, you know, not likely to happen. But I think if you keep your mind open, it, you know, you can come up with a lot of different things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? Some of it's all in fun, but some of it I'm actually a little bit terrified of. Yeah. But, you know, they probably have looked at us and said, we don't want to go there. That's true. Not not worth the gas money to come to come uh-huh. out to hear from wherever they are. Right. All right. Okay, take Have a good one. Bye-bye. And five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. If you want to call in and chime in, but you can see if you go to, I mean, just search Mexican alien bodies, and uh, there's a ton of news stories. These are legitimate news stories. This is an actual congressional hearing that's happened in Mexico, the same way that we've had congressional hearings here in the U.S. on this topic. So this is a, a legitimate inquiry that's happening but whether or not you want to believe that these are mummified alien bodies is a different story but you can check them out and you can see them for yourself they certainly do have alien type features you can look at them and say i don't know what this is but i'm sure we'll get some biologists and anthropologists and others who will come out and kind of explain to us exactly why those are likely human beings. And also we have the story that came out that a new planet has been discovered that is 120 light years away from Earth that they think may have the right conditions for life as we know it that it's in a uh, habitable zone. It could have oceans. And it could have actual life on it. So this came through the Webb Space Telescope. Again, it's 120 light years from Earth. It's 8.6 times the size of Earth. And it is known as exoplanet K2-18b. It is close to the cool dwarf star K2-18 and it lives within the habitable zone or what they call the Goldilocks zone because it's just right of a star. And what they have found there is that there is abundant methane and carbon dioxide in its atmosphere which is, you know, carbon-bearing molecules along with a scarcity of ammonia could indicate, this is from uh, an article on WCVB, could indicate an atmosphere rich with hydrogen that surrounds an ocean world. Carbon is considered the building block of life forms on Earth. You know that, we're carbon-based life forms. 
But now the search continues to find more signs that might show that there could be life there. And one of the latest observations on the planet is a hint that a very special molecule called dimethyl sulfide could be present on K2-18b. On Earth, dimethyl sulfide is only produced by life, according to NASA. The bulk of the DMS in Earth's atmosphere is emitted from phytoplankton in marine environments. So what we're talking about here is that there could be oceans on this planet and there could be life in those oceans. Now, that doesn't mean that that's the only life in, on that planet, but it also means that it could be the only life on that planet. It could be a planet that is, you know, in the stages of its evolution where we might have been billions of years ago, millions of years ago. But again, it's 120 light years away from Earth. We're probably not going to, as carbon-based life forms, be able to travel to this place. So it's hard to think that there could be other life forms there that would be traveling to us. Um, I've had the pleasure of interviewing Neil deGrasse Tyson on, on a couple of occasions. And in the discussions that we've had about space travel, uh, he has pointed out it would have to come down to being able to skip through some of those great distances through wormholes. And right now we don't know that that's even a possibility. So I wouldn't be counting on this as being like, that oh, must be the place that the aliens are coming from. But it is interesting to see that there may be life somewhere out there. There has to be intelligent life somewhere in the universe, right? So there you have it. 508-996-0500. I saw a call coming in, but uh, I didn't get to you in time, so feel free to call back. But right now, though, I am going to take our next break, and we'll be right back. going to call you because I don't have your number, but you can have mine. It's 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and be heard here on the program. You thought I was going to give my personal number there for a minute, didn't you? But uh, no, 508-996-0500. And you know, if you ever don't have that number handy, but you want to call in and maybe I haven't said it and you don't remember it, and you want an easy way to call in, if you download the WBSM app, one of the great features that it has on it is in that row of buttons in the middle, which again, you can scroll that row of buttons. There's more buttons than just what you see on your screen, depending on the, the size of your screen. You might see three, four, five, but you can scroll to more buttons. And one of those buttons is call us. You just press that button and it will call us here in the studio. 
So you don't have to memorize any phone numbers. You don't have to add us into your contacts list or any of that, although we appreciate it if you do. It's nice and easy to be able to call right from the app. It's one of the many great features of the WBSM app that is brought to you by South Coast Towing. So all you have to do to get it is go to your device's app store and download it now. It is free. It is easy to use, and you will love it. And one of the other things you'll get from the app is all of our breaking news alerts, and you'll be able to get our podcasts and be able to hear the news anytime. But right now, it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. The Biden administration is awarding more than a billion dollars in grants to give Americans more access to trees and green spaces. The U.S. Forest Service announced today it will issue 385 grants to increase the access to trees in nature in cities, towns, and suburbs across the country. Research has shown that tree cover reduces the impact of extreme heat, including lowering the number of heat-related deaths. Some Chicago residents are pushing back on a city plan to build more outdoor base camps for migrants at the far south side. This man spoke at a meeting held last night to discuss Mayor Johnson's proposal to provide, heat, to provide heated tents for migrants in the parking lot of a former Jewel Osco at 115th and Halstead. Guess he didn't want to comment. Many residents raised concerns, including whether the asylum seekers were vaccinated and how the city tent system would kept clean. 21st Ward Alderman Ronnie Mosley said nothing has been decided. Police have arrested a suspect Wednesday evening on the campus of University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz says it's a sad and alarming that there have been two campus lockdowns in just more than a little in little than more than two weeks because of an armed gunman. This pains me as a member of this community now for over 28 years, and I'm committed to doing everything possible to maintain the safety of all those who work, learn and live here at Carolina. UNC was locked down late Wednesday afternoon after reports that an armed and dangerous man was on campus. Police arrested 27-year-old Mikel De Deontay Harris. They said he was wanted in connection with an incident on the UNC Chapel Hill campus earlier in the day. There are no reports of anyone being shot or injured. The lockdown came just over two weeks after the campus was placed on lockdown after a student allegedly shot and killed a professor. And a federal judge is temporarily blocking an order recently issued by New Mexico's governor that dispends the right to carry guns in public. Mark Mayfield reports. Last week, Democrat Michelle Luan Grisham signed an emergency order banning both concealed and open carry firearms in and around Albuquerque. The order, which was met with pushback from gun rights groups, was set to be in effect for at least 30 days in response to a rash of shootings. During a hearing Wednesday, a judge granted a temporary restraining order, blocking enforcement of the ban until early October. I'm Mark Mayfield. In sports, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees are playing a makeup game today after they were rained out at Fenway Park last night. The makeup game is still at Fenway Park and it will be at 1.35 p.m. today. And now for your weather forecast. It is currently 66 degrees right now in New Bedford, mostly cloudy. It, there is some sunshine peeking out there right now outside of the WBSM studio. Today it's going to be 80 degrees, partly sunny and less humid for those wanting to get out and go for a walk. What tomorrow? Tonight's forecast, 58 degrees with patchy clouds here and there. And tomorrow's forecast, 71 degrees, and it's going to be breezy and not as warm. 
I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get some breaking news alerts and podcasts here on the WBSM app. Time to sit around and wait on the phone while you're getting up and getting ready? Send Tim a text using app chat on the WBSM app. Now, back to the Tim Weisberg Show. is Mungo Jerry. A lot of people think that Mungo Jerry is the guy that's singing, but no, that's actually Ray Dorsett. Mungo Jerry is the name of the band. But uh, I I learned all about that when I had the chance to interview Ray Dorsett on my old uh, Saturday morning show that I used to have here on WBSM. We used to bring in all kinds of strange guests. You know, like, I shouldn't say strange, but just like we talk to people just for the sake of talking to people. And I love those kind of interviews. Like yesterday, we had Courtney Gaines on the program. Horror actor. Well, actor, but you know him from horror movies like Children of the Corn and The Burbs. But he was in Back to the Future. He was on 21 Jump Street. As I said yesterday, he had the opportunity to share the screen with some absolute legends. Johnny Depp, Tom Hanks, Michael J. Fox. So... We had him on to talk about not only his career, but his new music that's coming out now. Been a longtime musician, has a new album out. So, you know, sometimes it's fun just to talk to folks like that for, for no reason at all, other than just because we can. And I've done a lot of interviews, especially when I had my internet show, which was, you know, people thought it was a paranormal show, my, my Midnight Society show. They thought it was a paranormal show, but it was, it was really just designed to be late night talk radio. You know, similar to what you might hear with, like, Coast to Coast AM. You know, the original, I took over Art Bell's Midnight in the Desert show, and that's kind of what led to Midnight Society when somebody else bought that network and I left that network because I wasn't going to push their conspiracy theory stuff. So we use that as a platform to say, you know what, we're going to talk with, with, you know, we're going to do interesting discussions just because we can. And got to interview people like John Biner, the comedian and the actor. Very funny guy. Great guest. Great stories. The amazing Kreskin, who will come on and tell us, you know, I, I don't want to talk with him about his mentalist abilities. I want to talk to him about all the times he's been on The Tonight Show and some of the old Hollywood stories that he has. And uh, John Barber, who 
not only was a significant TV presence in the 60s and 70s, what was the name of that show that he had? Was it Ordinary People or Regular People or something like that? But uh, he was also a very close friend of Jim Garrison, the New Orleans district attorney that looked into the JFK assassination. So, you know, just you never know where conversations can take you. Just like I never know what's going to happen when I take a phone call at 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Tim, perhaps you can help me make sense of what I just heard on the news I about the federal judge who pushed back on the New Mexican governor. <clears throat> it sounds to me like he said, sorry, you can't ban guns right now, but maybe in October. What does that mean? I, I don't know. I don't know why you would do that. I mean, either you want the government to ban the guns or you don't. Why? Maybe. Tell us, oh, well, we'll hold off till October 1st. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to look here in, into a story to see if there's a little bit of a reason why. Um, well, it's a 30-day ban. Which the judge wants the governor to hold off on. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that's where that idea comes from is waiting another 30 days for i don't know wait wait for what though i have no idea you know what i mean tim in other words if you don't like the governor to ban guns why do you want him to wait 30 days it could it could also be that that's as far as they can push it out why can't he just say no i don't know that's what i'm saying if you don't like something you don't have somebody do something yeah i'm looking here and trying to see well, if there's any reason why it's a, it's it's you know wait thirty days, or well, you know wait wait till October, I'm trying to see and I don't see any rationale for that. No, I don't see it either. But that's what was reported. I heard Adam talk about it, and I said, wait a minute, if it's wrong in the judge's eyes for that lady governor oh, to you- ban guns, then why say, well, you know what, try it again in October, see what happens. It just says that that will be the next hearing date. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it. that's... You have yeah. to have more than one hearing about it? I'm not sure. Okay. That's our government for you. Uh, I have a friend that lives in New Mexico. I can reach out and ask if they, you know, they might know a little bit more, but I don't know if they're, like, up to date on all the all the gun news, but I can find out. Sounds good. Keep up the good work, Tim. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. 508-996-0500. Listen, this Sunday, I, I I don't think I can stress this enough, with the injury to Aaron Rodgers and with the way that the Patriots played against the Philadelphia Eagles, I do feel like, and with the Bills taking a loss in their first game, I do feel like it could be anybody's AFC East right now. May not stay that way through the whole season, but at least here in the early going, it's anybody's division. And the Miami Dolphins are on top of it right now. Well, tied with the Jets, but they're 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 the top team right now. And they're going to be facing the Patriots this coming Sunday. We're going to have the game right here on WBSM. If the Patriots can knock off the Dolphins, they could position themselves to stay in the hunt for the AFC East. I know it sounds weird, right? And they're only going to get better as the season goes on. So you want to, this is going to be a must-listen-to game if you want to catch the game here on WBSM. And it is the Sunday night football game this week. So kickoff will be at 8.20 p.m. And pregame coverage starts right here on WBSM at 5.20.
The New England Patriots, of course, on WBSM, brought to you by Shooting Supply, by Primacare, and by D&J Enterprises. So you can catch that game on Sunday. And also don't forget that we will have Thursday night football here for you on WBSM as well. We'll be carrying the, the Thursday night games. We'll be carrying the Monday night games. And we'll be carrying a majority of the Sunday night games, too, depending on you know when the Patriots are playing. That has a, has a direct effect on it. But uh, tonight you're going to get Vikings-Eagles. So you know you're going to be in for a good game this evening tonight here on WBSM. 508-996-0500 right now. Going to take a break, though, and be back in a few moments. Of the Monkees singing Shiny Happy People, the R.E.M. song. And it's from the new album, forthcoming album, Dolan's Sings R.E.M. Mickey actually made an, made an EP where he's going to sing a number, you know, he's going to sing all R.E.M. songs. Shiny Happy People being one of them. Uh, Radio Free Europe. Man on the Moon. Those are just some of the songs that will be on that album. Shiny Happy People, that version of it there, also has Christian Nesmith, the son of Mike Nesmith, on it as well. And these, this new album, Dolan Sings R.E.M., is being released in conjunction with Mickey's new book. I'm told I had a good time. The Mickey Dolan's Archives, Volume 1, which is comprised of more than 1,200 rare and unpublished images from Mickey's private collection. It's a 500-page book. So I'm hoping that we can get Mickey to come on the program and talk about the album and talk about the book. Um, I'm friends with his uh, person that works for him. So we're going to try and do all that we can. It's probably going to have to be a pre-recorded interview because it's too early for him out there on the West Coast to wake up and, and join us here in the morning. But what an honor it will be to, uh, to hopefully speak with Mickey about that. I have a, a nice autographed photo that he sent me, uh, knowing that, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Groucho Marx. He sent me a photo of himself 
and Groucho Marx and Alice Cooper because the three of them were all neighbors back in the 70s. And, uh, and he signed the photo for me and then he like drew arrows and pointed out like, this is Alex Cooper. This is Groucho as if I, as if I couldn't recognize Alice Cooper and Groucho Marx already from the photo. But it was uh, it's a very nice thing and it hangs up on my wall. Um, one of my treasured pieces of showbiz memorabilia. And uh, I would love to have him on and, and, and talk about this new album, which sounds like it's going to be great. Just based on that song, That's I, I've heard the whole song. It's a great cover. If you like Mickey Dolan's voice, if you like R.E.M., I recommend it. If you know anything about R.E.M. too, you know that Michael Stipe doesn't like that song. That, uh, that song has kind of become the bane of his existence. However, he gave a statement to Rolling Stone in which he was effusive with the praise for that version of it and said, you know, it's made him love that song. So I think that uh, Mickey has brought back some of the original joy that was intended with that song, at least for Michael's type. But when you hear it, you will love it. You can check it out on YouTube. Just type in Mickey Dolan, Shiny Happy People. By the way, Mickey, M-I-C-K-Y, no E. Mickey Dolan's Shiny Happy People, and you can hear it in its entirety. I recommend it. If that doesn't get your day going, I don't know what will. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the program, you know, this, the, the, the clouds have broken a bit here. The sun is starting to peek through. And we're supposed to have a pretty decent day tomorrow as well. But keep in mind that we are going to have the effects of Lee one way or another, whether it's a hurricane when it gets here, a tropical storm. We are currently under a tropical storm. Watch. That expires uh, in a few hours, but then they're going to take a look at what the storm path is and make adjustments. So as of right now, it appears that the, the storm will kind of glance off to us uh, to the east a bit. But if it shifts just a little bit west, we're going to get even more of an impact. But right now you can expect, you know, some gusty winds, high surf, all of that stuff. Everything that you can expect when there's a hurricane offshore. But keep in mind that this is a very large hurricane. So it's going to have a, a, a very wide path. So stay tuned to all of the latest updates. You'll, of course, ABC6 is following it for us, and we'll keep an eye on it here. And, of course, you know, the Weather Channel and National Weather Service, all of those places will be all over it. But just keep an eye on it. Don't be cavalier about it. If things start to seem like they're going to get a little bit worse, then... Make sure that you take the proper precautions. Don't get caught being ill-prepared for something that, you know, it may be nothing. It may just turn out to be, oh, it's a windy day. But it seems like it's going to have a little bit more of a significant impact than just that. 508-996-0500, that's our number. You can also hit us up on App Chat and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Right now, though, got to take my final break of this hour. All right, we have just about a minute here before we're going to go into the news. When we come back on the other side, we can talk more with you at 508-996-0500. We can also take your App Chat messages and open line voicemails on the WBSM app. And uh, say, coming up, the Nicole Podkawa 5K is going to be happening uh, through South Coast Health. And uh, we're going to be talking more about that with her husband, Dr. John Podkawa, coming up in the next couple of weeks. But uh, I've signed up to take part in the 5K. Hopefully, you'll come out and take part in it as well. Uh, but I figure with all of the help that South Coast...
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.